Hey, everybody, it's Andrea. Before we start today's show, I have a super quick announcement to share with you. In May, my College to Career Academy will hold a series of live weekend boot camps to help graduating seniors as well as juniors who are confused about what jobs and careers they might want to pursue when they graduate. So imagine going from confused to confident with at least three different career options you'd be psyched to explore by the end of day one of the boot camp, and then learning the tools, tactics, and the strategies to find those jobs by the end of day two. The boot camp is live, and it's led by me over Zoom, and you can learn more about it at College to Career Academy. That's college, the number two, career dot academy. Or you can just look me up on LinkedIn and check out the featured section of my LinkedIn page. I can't imagine a better graduation gift for the college students in your life. Thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy my next incredible guest. Hi there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Grace Gong. What is so exciting to me about what you're doing, Grace, is your incredible networking ability. And I'll be very honest, I would expect someone much older than you are to be able to secure the impressive guests that you've had. And I'm just going to list a handful of them for our listeners. You have interviewed the chief product officer at Weight Watchers, the former CEO, there we go, of Chipotle Mexican Grill, the man who's super empathetic, a VP at Google, a VP at Lyft, and the chief ethics officer at Airbnb. Now, I can imagine a lot of young people your age, Grace, being too intimidated to connect with these folks. And you not only connected with them, but you also interviewed them. Could you share how you did this? Yeah, totally. I think it has to go back to the comedy days. This is what goes into my mind about networking is not about networking is about it's going to sound cliche. It's about building uh, actual authentic relationships. When I like comedy, I would go to every single comedy show. We're talking about stand in line for five hours to wait until I can see Amy Poehler on some underground show in the middle of nowhere in New York. I guess it's not the middle of nowhere. It's a very central place, but it's underground. It's something that people always miss. In these bars around that area, after the show, I would hang out with my friends, normally people who I would 
go together to stand in line to chat for five hours. You instantly become best friend with everybody on the line. And we would go to a bar to hang out after seeing a comedy show. That was probably, I guess, 11 p.m. to 1 p.m. I would meet so many really interesting random people in life. There was famous TV stars or there were people who in business school or there were people, writers at Saturday Night Live. I was not really socializing with them. I was not there to socialize. I was just there to make friends. I was really just, I'm passionate about comedy. I want to be in the next Lucy K or Woody Allen or something. So I was there to learn comedy. So our conversation would be about comedy. But in the end of the day, we are friends. And you will be surprised to have a hobby to go from somewhere that's people always overlooked. People would approach someone on LinkedIn. People would approach someone in a career networking event. For me, I think the genuine hobby or genuine interest in something that's really not related to what you're doing is super important. If you're networking with people, people know that you're networking, but when you both share something in common, you have way more to talk about. They would talk about anything in their life. They're more comfortable with you. They're more likely to be the people who actually help you. I think I had the CEO of Meetup on my show and he mentioned that someone found two jobs in a bowling network than find someone, I believe this bowling network, I could get the detail wrong, but the general thought was someone find someone to help them with their career in a random career hobby meetup than a career meetup. So I do think that really resonate with me. When you start networking, instead of networking, you really just, I think I believe in serendipity. You just meet what you're looking for in the most unexpected place. I love that, Grace, because what you're saying is lead with your interests. So it's one thing to reach out to somebody on LinkedIn and say, hey, I see you're in such and such an industry. I'd love to talk with you about what you do. I love to talk with you about your career because I'm fascinated about that. As opposed to saying, hey, can we connect on LinkedIn because I'm looking for a job? Yeah. I think I listened to your interview with Scott Roberts, who is a Bosa guest on your show and my show. I think he said the similar things too about networking on LinkedIn. You just go straight up to someone to ask for a job. They may not really take you seriously and they it may do the opposite effect of seeing something genuine and specific up to the person, I believe. The second part I added, but the first part was, I think, what he said. <laughs> yes, yeah. but actually to your point, because I also saw your interview with the CEO of Meetup. And in that interview, you discussed actionable plans that listeners can take to elevate their network, how to cold call CEOs and create your career. Could you elaborate on that? In terms of cold calling to CEOs, I think it's a wrong approach in some way. I'm not disagreeing with what he did. I think what he did was brilliant. Life sometimes is a numbers game. You have to go quantity before go quality. That's for sure. I think the message I'm trying to convey is don't ignore people around you because those are people that 
in the end of the day, will feel how you feel, will treat you more seriously than people that are really way ahead of you. I think some of my friends gave me the most amazing advice. They're not necessarily like the CEOs of the Fortune 500s, but a lot of their advice, I, I could take it on right away. Then I have to process to think about what is the tactics I'm, I'm actually going to do. And these people are, if you have smart friends, I'm sure you are, if you're listening to this podcast, if you have smart friends, one day you guys are all going to go places and they would be more because you are growing with them. So they will be more inclined to help you to treat you equally to share experiences that you have shared. And this bond will be stronger. Those are just my some of my two cents. (laughs) I love that grace. And in fact, I agree with you. I personally would not cold call a CEO to get a job. I don't recommend that. What I think is far more valuable is what you just said. Think about the people who are your age and maybe three to five years older. I personally wouldn't reach out to people beyond that. I really wouldn't unless you're going now for people who graduated in 2008, 2009 during the last great recession because they're going to relate to you. And I'm specifically talking to college students right now. I would say look at people who graduated fairly recently who went to your school and If they didn't go to your school, I bet you can find out a way by looking at their profile on LinkedIn, by seeing if they have their own personal website or whatever it is, what your common interests might be. And they will be far more likely to return your phone call and share some insights, insights into their company, insights into their industry, and maybe open some doors for you than taking the time of a CEO. I think what you said is super right about people should be focusing on people that are maybe three to five years ahead of them. I think the meetup CEO, I have tremendous amount of respect for him. I think he's definitely a super smart guy. I think his approach definitely also works for some people. I just think you shouldn't only make friends with people that you think that you can instantly get something from just because it may backfire in some way. But I think you should make diverse set of friends who may able to relate to you, who may able to just actually bring you onto the game. Um, And they'll grow with you, as you said. Their careers are going to advance as your career advances. And before you know it, you're going to be in your 40s and you'll be a CEO, they'll be a CEO, whatever. You know, this is, I think it is far a far better use of your time. However, Grace, I still need you to share with our listeners how you have managed to connect with the incredible list of professionals you've interviewed for your books and your podcast. How did you do it? What advice do you have for our listeners about how they can cultivate their professional networks? I think a lot of it is starting from where you are. Same advice goes to people that may want to just build a, I guess, a network around you. So I just mentioned about like having friends that are your age. I think the first book I wrote was just interviewing people that are on the friends or friend of friend level. They are peers. 
I didn't start with interview Max Zuckerberg or someone. I started with people I know. I just genuinely respect what they did and I genuinely wanted to learn from them. I think if you show that, people would be willing to chat with you as well as uh, many people are really open to share, especially in the podcasting world. If you have a friend that's just amazing college person, for example, he is in the lacrosse team or she has run a fashion club on campus. Maybe she's just doing something amazing. Then you can go to interview that person, start there. And maybe after that person, that person will introduce you to their friends or something like that. And you essentially build a network from there. So those are the advice that I would just give myself to start somewhere because the podcast is really my, I don't know, number 80 media project I've done since I was five. So I, you know, I've worked on my little newspapers growing up. I've worked on books. I'm doing, I've did so many media related things. So it's not really yesterday I started this or anything. So I do think that small wins really will get you farther than just think, oh, tomorrow I'm going to be a billionaire. So I think that mindset is kind of terrible in both networking or career or anything. So I think just start somewhere would get you farther than you think. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.